0: the Gospel according to St. Luke, the seventh chapter. (music) Soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the town, behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and a considerable crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said to her, do not weep. Then he came up and touched the bier, and the bearers stood still. And he said, young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, a great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him spread through the whole of Judea and all the surrounding country. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, one of the eeriest things about death is when you talk to a recently deceased person and they don't talk back to you. For example, we can sit next to them on their deathbed after a person has passed away, or we can stand before that coffin and we can speak those words before them and to them through our tears and through our grief. We can say, I love you, I will miss you, Thank you for the memories. And then, no response. Nothing happens. Even though we may full well know that they have died, the silence and the lack of response to us is frightening, it is troubling. You see, there's a small part of us that expects and wants them to open their eyes and open their mouths and just one last time respond back to us. But when they don't, when they don't respond to our voice, it is disturbing. It actually hurts. It is uncomfortable. Now, considering this, why are we so nervous by this lack of response? Well, to be frank, the lack of response is because we cannot speak to the dead and the dead cannot hear us. And the reason why they cannot hear us is not that they have deaf ears, but because they have dead ears. And that is why the silence is so very painful. You see, the lack of response to our words is just another way of showing us that that hideous monster of death has devoured them and once death has devoured our loved ones, the only thing left for us to do is to trudge behind that coffin, that coffin of death, to the cemetery and that dark grave. Now, following behind a coffin is exactly where we find the woman in our reading from the Gospel of Luke this morning. We hear that the woman at Nain had lost her son, she had also lost her husband as well, some time before that. And I am sure that that woman at Nain, yes, I'm sure that she had spoken all of her words of love and adoration to her beloved son, but was met with cold silence. And so with fresh grief, grief that was really right there in every part of her being, the woman and the crowd of the people, yes, the crowd of people, they carried the dead son out of town to be buried as they took the dead son out of town to be buried, there was much weeping. Indeed, much weeping as death was carrying its prey to its lair of the grave. But that day, though, yes, that day, though, something happened. You see, as death carried its prey to the grave, it was met by the Prince of Life. You see, right there at the gates of the city of Nain, we have a most dramatic scene. At the head of one crowd is the victim of death, the dead son. At the head of the other crowd is the Lord of life, Jesus Christ. Two crowds, one stricken by death, the other one led by life. And they come together right there at the gate of Nain. Right there at the city gate of Nain, they meet. They collide, they come face to face. Now, we must slow down at this point and consider what is about to happen in our text, in our gospel reading. Listen to what happens. Jesus, he looks at the woman. The text says that he's stirred with compassion. He looks at her and he says to her these words, Do not weep. Do not cry. And then Jesus comes to the dead son, and he stops this whole procession by putting his hand upon the son, stopping everything. And he says, This, he says, Young man, I say to you, arise. And get this the dead son sat up and began to speak. And Jesus, he gave that son back to his mother. Now, what just happened? What just happened? Well, what happened is this, is that Jesus spoke to a dead corpse, and the corpse listened. Jesus spoke to dead ears, and they heard. Those dead ears heard because Jesus caused them to hear. And then life came forth in the man as Jesus commanded. Otherwise stated, Jesus spoke. And death. It it released its bite, and the young man was brought back from the dead. Jesus did the impossible by speaking. By speaking. Dear friends, this is our Jesus. This is our Savior. He is the defeat of death and the raiser of the dead. And to accomplish this, he speaks. No magic pill. Yes, no magic pill, no medical procedures are needed for Jesus, but rather his voice. His very voice is stronger than death. Jesus' voice did not fall on dead ears, but he made dead ears alive. The words of Jesus were not something for death to come along and snack upon his words as if it was an afternoon treat. But like a scared little poodle, (laughs) death, it released its bite and it scurried away at the sound of Jesus' voice. Now think of the implications of this this morning. Yes, think of the implications of this regarding death. Now do our words have authority over death? No, they do not. We speak to death, and death does not listen, but gives us the cold shoulder. Furthermore, death will not allow our deceased loved ones to respond or hear us. And so, my friends, many of you, yes, many of us, we've cursed at death. We've snarled at death. We've grit our teeth, and we've cursed at death. And death, you know what death does? It doesn't care. Death does not respond. Then we cry out to our deceased loved ones. We will look at them and we will say, Wake up! Wake up! Don't die! But they cannot hear or respond. But with Jesus, things are different. Yes, with Christ, things are different. You see, Jesus speaks to dead people, and dead people hear Jesus. Death cannot keep Jesus' words from dead people, and Jesus' words make dead people hear and come back to life. And make no mistake about this, my friends, this does not only apply at the city of Nain, but it is the consistent pattern of Christ. You see, Nain... The city of Nain was not just an isolated event, but rather Nain is a clear picture of what happens when Jesus encounters death. Nain shows us the power of Jesus' words. We see the power of Jesus' voice throughout all the Gospels. Think of this for a moment. Jesus, he speaks, and the demons, they scurry, they leave. They're driven out of people. Jesus speaks, and the mighty waves of the sea, they calm down, they bow at the majesty of Jesus' words. Jesus speaks, the blind see. Jesus speaks, the deaf hear. Jesus speaks, the paralytics, they walk. Jesus speaks, the dead come back to life. And let us not forget that this applies to you here this day you see when you were baptized when each and every one of you were baptized jesus called you by name out of deadness of your sins and brought you into the kingdom of light where he gave you ears to hear his voice and what does his voice consistently say to you as blood-bought baptized saints what does his word say to you The word of Jesus, the voice of Jesus, says to you that even though you are poor, miserable sinners in your thought, words, and deeds, that for his sake you are forgiven of all of your sins. You are indeed forgiven of all of your sins. And there is more. At the end of the age, at the end of the age, at the great eschaton, the Lord will speak to you when you are six feet under the ground in the grave. It is like this, even though you will have several tons of soil above you being sealed in a cement vault inside of a metal coffin with dead ears, you will hear Jesus' resurrecting voice, God be praised. Yes, the Lord himself promises to descend from heaven with the cry of a command, with the voice of an archangel, with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the Lord will command you who have died to come out of your graves And like that sun at the city of Nain, even though you will have dead ears, you will hear and you will sit up. Death will release its grip. Your grave will burst forth and you will rise bodily. Yes, from your grave, six feet under, you will someday hear the voice of Jesus and will come out of those graves alive. Resurrected with new bodies unto everlasting life. Dear baptized saints, whether it is the dead son at Nain, or whether it is your loved ones who have passed away in Christ, or whether it is you, when the voice of Jesus calls forth to the baptized, death must release its grip. When Jesus calls forth to his baptized they will indeed hear his voice. Therefore, dear baptized saints, the wonderful gospel truth and promise for us this day is this, that we do not need to fear death. Your grave is conquered. The victory is yours through our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ will call out to you someday and his voice will not fall on dead ears, but you will hear "'the shepherd's voice calling out to you, "'calling you out of the grave, "'and death will be forced to let go of its grip on you. "'And then you will sit up, "'and then you will sit up fully alive, "'like the young man at Nain, "'and you will say, "'the Lord God has looked favorably upon me. "'Glory be to you, O Christ,' God be praised, I hear the voice of my Savior, I am alive. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine